November 9th, 2023. Todd, the year has flown by. I don't know if you agree or not. Feels sure. like it has to me. Cannot believe we're two weeks. Two weeks from today is Thanksgiving. True story. Literally two weeks. It's very early this year, 23rd. Almost as early as it can be. This might be as early as it can be, actually. Is it? Is it the fourth Thursday or the third it's the Thursday? It's the fourth. It's the fourth. That's why sometimes it's like the 28th or 29th. This year it's the 23rd. Nutballs. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, this year is just wee zipping by. Um, Todd, I got some fun stuff for us tonight. I think we're going to have a fun oh, show. Are you ready? Are you ready to have a fun I'm show? I'm ready for fun. Hold on a second. Okay. He's ready, but hold on. So. Now go ahead. I, sorry, I was looking for something. We'll wait. I want to start with a question for you. I think I know the answer you're going to give, but and we can go a couple different directions with this. But I was listening to another podcast, as we both tend to do, and they were talking about I've never, the. I've never heard another podcast. You've never heard of another. I mean, none of them matter, but there are other podcasts out there. Um, and they were the, one of the guys that was talking was talking about the best year for hip hop. Like for albums, for songs, for whatever. Sure. And he said either 94 or 95. And he was like, there's a debate whether it's 94 or 95. I was like, I don't know enough about the specifics of the individual years to go that far. So I'm going to go a little, I'm going to I'm gonna back it up. Beep, 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 beep. Um, and I'm going to ask you, in general, what was the best decade for music? Now, if you can't answer that because you're like, well, let's get more specific. Let's do the best decade for punk rock. Let's do the best decade for jazz. It's a long form show here, but sure. if you had to say, we'll start with that general question. We can get more specific. What is the best decade for music? Talk through it. I mean, let's hear. It. I think most people think it's, it's the decade they the 70s. were in high school and college, probably. Okay. So the eighties. Is that what you're saying? For some people, yes, not for yeah, me. not for you. So do you agree with that? Then you think, what is there a fly in your house? The no, I, you I feel like my vision is blurry for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's called old age. Pencil dust. Oh, you can tell us about in that our later. Classroom here. Oh, I see. Well, no, it's the it's because because Billy just did the chalk. He did the erasers. He cleaned the erasers. The prick. Oh, he Billy, knew we were recording. Son of a bitch. Now we're gonna have all this stuff in our. By the way, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you don't have a fucking clue what we're talking about, which is fine. Um, but um, so that would be the night. Watching this on YouTube, YouTube, you are a complete. If you are, if you are, you're laughing hysterically. I hope. Um, but so, can you put that up on the desk? That Coke, that'd be amazing. Nope. Look how big it gets all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, all right, we need to stop talking about the video because very it's few people are gonna. People are going to be watching this on the video. Anyway, so. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, definitely for punk rock, hardcore, whatever. I'd yeah. put the 90s in there. Okay. For I jazz, think a lot of people I, would argue the 80s, by the way, before you move on. The 80s? Because that's when, I mean, somebody even say the 70s, but the 80s is when punk really came into yeah, its own. It was the birth. But I would say it. You think it peaked in the nineties? Like the emo, not not the two thousands emo, because fuck that shit. But 
Agreed. Yeah. The like, I guess technically the second wave. There's good punk from the '80s too, but I feel like it sure. was better in the '90s. That's fine. I'm asking for the peak decade, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, not going to argue with that. By for, the way, for jazz, I'd probably say the '30s, '60s, or '70s. Oh, okay. Some would argue the '50s, but for the kind of jazz I like, peak's probably the '70s. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of great stuff from the '60s too. Do you think? Let's see. Having having said that, do you think that jazz is the only style of music that actually peaks in the seventies? Because seventies music is just dog shit in general. I mean, I would say southern rock or whatever. Oh, you think so? Like that Creedence probably peaks and uh, Skinner and all yeah, that kind Skinner. of shit. That's all seventies. <laughs> and disco, I guess it would be hard to argue. AOR, yeah, disco. Disco doesn't peak in the peaks 70s. in the seventies. It's probably a it. lot peaks in the seventies, to be honest with you. Maybe no. some funk. I think funk probably did. You think? Parliament I Funkadelic. That's something I listened to a no, lot of. It's when you were born. It's when we were both born. Soul, maybe. Mm. Soul mm. might be sixties though. I don't know. See, it's a thinking man's question here, Todd. Let's see what other genres. Country so when music do, when who gives like a fuck? 40s? Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. Never. Still, still yet, yet to happen. When does rock and roll peak, Todd? That's a tough one. A lot of people say, when were the Beatles at their peak? So, okay, 60s? Yeah, that'd be the 60s. I mean, I guess it depends on what you mean by rock and roll. It's, it's I know, that's why it's a tough question. such a broad genre of music now. It absolutely is. I mean, I guess you could say rock and roll. I feel like rock and roll peaked from the... 50s through the 90s and then kind of wow. died once the 2000s what? hit. Hang on, let me ask a very specific question about that range you just gave. What was still high quality rock and roll in the 90s? Just out of curiosity. Well, I mean, if I guess rock, I'm including like some metal, harder stuff, punk stuff. Yeah, okay. I mean. There was like, I mean, maybe it's indie rock in the '90s or just rock in general. But if you if you're no lumping all of that in rock and roll, like the '70s, like you got bands like Rush and Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which a lot of people think is like the peak of rock and roll. Tom, um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Tom. Definitely. In the '80s, you get some more like the hair metal, the hair metal. Stuff. Yeah, but Poison. you you get a lot of like super popular stuff like Def Leppard. In the '80s, super popular Guns, Guns and Roses, Roses, like yeah, bridging the end of the '80s, beginning the of the '90s, 90s. Yeah, sort of sure. end of hair metal. If you're if you're putting like Nirvana and stuff, that's in the '90s. That's I, would I wouldn't rock put and Nirvana roll. and rock and roll. Maybe they're alternative just... or indie, but yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking Nevermind is like the best-selling album in the world when it when it's it pretty hits, solid. So it, it's it's got I don't know if you can really call it indie anymore just because it was yeah. the birth of popular grunge and Pearl Jam Correct. and that stuff like Pearl Jam's honestly feels more like a rock and roll band maybe because now they've been around for 40 yeah. years or something so sure so you've got that grunge influence but I think especially the more popular bands like all lived in the rock and roll Papa Roach just kidding. <laughs> Just seeing if you're paying attention. Oh, I was paying attention. <laughs> you throw a Papa Roach out there. I'm on point. 
to shoot that idea. But I feel like once the uh, the stained the pop yeah. revolution and the creed and like hip hop took over in the two thousands, rock and roll kind of died. Not that there weren't rock bands like, and there still you could are. argue like the Strokes and um, yeah, they tried to bring it back. Okay, go and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Franz Ferdinand, mm-hmm. all those bands from the early two thousands. Radiohead, I guess is. Sure. Rock and roll band from I mean there's 90s, obviously there's 90s. indie bands but I'm saying bands that are culturally and like pretty popular and also culturally relevant. Oasis. But I feel like you know hip hop sort of came into form like got super popular in the 90s and then just like Definitely. kind of took over popular music in the 2000s. And as we learned on this very podcast not that long ago still has a stranglehold on what is defined as popular because we did the top, the Billboard Top 20. This is probably a couple of years ago now, and we were both like, I don't, know, I don't know any of these fucking bands or groups well, rather, I, but I they were all clearly them, all hip hop. Oh, you do? Yeah, because my kids listen to Top 40, right? Although now I'd say it's it's a lot more like pop. Well, I mean Taylor Swift is having a moment for sure. She probably has five of the top ten songs just by herself. But I'm gonna look at the last Top 40. SZA. I wouldn't Big say fan. she's hip hop. Oh, it's a girl. Doja Cat okay. is hip hop. Taylor Definitely. Swift, no. Nicki Minaj, yes. Yes. Um, Dochi, I've heard that song. That's not really a hip hop song. Dua Lipa, also pop. Uh, Miley Cyrus, pop. Selena Gomez, pop. David Kushner, I don't know that one, but I've probably heard it pop. Olivia Rodrigo, Jewish guy? pop. Yeah. The weekend pop. I mean, a lot of this Billie Eilish, or Eilish is her actual name is, but I like to call her Billie I Eilish. I thought she was. I thought crazy. she was canceled. Or is there a brother that was canceled? Did we talk about that on the no. show? I don't think so. It's probably her brother. I think it was her brother. Anyway. In sync. Wait, In yeah, sync has a song on the Billboard Top Forty. Yeah, right, I guess right they. Now? Justin Timberlake and NSYNC released a song for the Trolls soundtrack. Smart. Um, So anyway, like I'd say the pop, the top 40 is back to pop. Seems to be. How old do you think Billie Eilish is, by the way? Don't look. 24. She's 21. Yeah, she's young. I know, shoot. I mean, I was guessing high with 24 because I knew she I started like, when she was like 17 or yeah. 18. She started putting shitty or whatever. She, yeah, she started putting shitty music out like six, seven years ago. She must have been 11. My goodness. Good for her. It's not, her, I mean, it's her music's, music. It's, it's garbage. It's fine. She's not even yeah. a singer. She talks. Um, uh, she she has much more singy songs now. I know you're not familiar with her. Oh, does she? Oeuvre, but she's sings more now than she used to. I think a lot of that stuff was from her brother who like produces her and writes a lot of the music with her. Yeah. Phineas. Is that his name? Phineas? Phineas O'Connell is his name. And her her name is Ferb? No, but that's a reference that at least one person... I got it. I don't know if anyone else is going to get it, but I got it. And by the way, I don't see any controversy with her brother... I feel like something happened though. I think it was. I think it was her. She did like not to the point of cancellation. People are like, "Whoa, slow down, pajama wearing broad." I just don't know what it was. 
I'm not going to waste time looking it up here on the. Uh, yeah, don't think it's important. So I mean, so what's your what's your decade of the best music? I mean, obviously it's '80s, right? Like, is there any argument against that? Yes. You have new wave. Definitely. You have the 80s. that's in your your wheelhouse for still being rock and roll. You have hair metal at its peak. Wait, you think you think uh, like Depeche Mode and stuff is rock and roll? Um, Depeche Mode of the '80s is yeah, I would think so. It's so. It's got a new wave twist to dancey it. Dancy and a feat. <laughs> it doesn't feel doesn't doesn't really have much in common with what I think of when I think of rock and roll. Just like sweaty dudes playing guitar. And aggressiveness. But, like, but here, like here, not that, here, that has to be the definition. But I think, of that's course not. Here are a couple other bands: U two, rock and roll. Aerosmith, rock and roll. Oh God, Aerosmith is the worst band again. All decades. These are bands I don't like. I'm not a fan. I, but I think it's hard to like otherwise too, define. I fucking hate Aerosmith. Bono. They're literally oh. the worst band ever. I mean, they're pretty bad, but man, they've sold a bunch of records and a bunch God, of tickets. Their songs are so shitty, though. Why? Like, would they that have big, ever been popular fan? if it weren't for Run DMC? To be honest with you, yes. You think not that as helped them? As they became, but like that kick kickstarted them. I feel like. I mean, I know they had songs before Bro, that, they, but they've been around since the late sixties. I mean, Run DMC. Here, Such here's what band. here's what Walk This Way, which I know is what you're talking about. Here's what Walk This Way did: is it allowed them to cross over and pick up millions of new fans. I feel so like it boosted they their popularity. Out had they not released that song with Run DMC, though. It's possible. In the I'm, Marty McFly alternate universe, that's Aerosmith the only way anymore. we're going to. A waste okay. of everyone's time. I, I'll make sure that that's the title of this episode. Aerosmith. <laughs> dot dot dot. Todd's favorite band. Um, but no, I think those bands are rock and roll. By the way, I'm I'm kind of kidding when I said the '80s. Obviously, I I I think you you have a good point. I think Here's the point you I, I saw them live a couple of years ago it was a good show. The point that you made about um, whatever age you are, like whatever decade it was that you were in high school or early college. I think most people associate that with what your favorite Saturday Night Live cast is, not necessarily what the best decade of music I feel of like all time. Saturday Night Live cast is a little earlier, like middle school and high school. Do you? But it's the same. To me, it's the same decade. I think the nineties cast. Was I mean, it the might best, be, but I'm just saying, like, that's when I feel like that's when you're the biggest consumer of Saturday Night Live from like that sort of sophomore humor. Yeah. 11th yeah. grade not even that not even the type of humor i'm just saying like that's when you watch it the most maybe in your 20s i don't i know. mean i don't know yeah. if people watch it at I, all anymore I, I do we we still watch it today um did you want did you like bergazzi there's some good I, quality stuff came out of that one <laughs> i actually thought he did really well yeah i was impressed i i know the name i've never seen his stand-up like i'm not really familiar with Oh, I wasn't familiar with funny. his background. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I I thought it. I he, thought he did a really. Uh, he good works job. clean, which you I can like tell too. You can tell very clean. Yeah, just I mean, from his uh, SNL appearance, you can tell he's a clean comic. But I mean, so I did think you he uses profanity some? But like, 
people that talk a lot about drinking or sex generally not my type of comedians and he you don't like, like the blue comedy yeah he's he's not like cat williams or whatever is not my favorite no. comedian. hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on <laughs> let me be very clear because now that we've moved over to talking about stand-up comedy don't try to associate cat williams with comedians who talk about alcohol and sex sure cat williams talks about this sort isn't of stuff, that all he talks about but you first of all i can't Watch more than three minutes of a Cat Williams stand-up special, so I can't answer that question. But I would assume it is. However, in that vein of of black comics, like Chris Rock talks about that sort of stuff. He's fucking hilarious. Dave Chappelle talks about some of that sort of stuff. Certainly drugs and alcohol. He's hilarious. Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy comedy special from the early, early 90s. He talks a lot about that. That's one of my favorite comedy specials of all time. Cat Williams... It's the delivery that makes it annoying, in in my opinion. So don't try to bring those two together because they can be very different, and one can be very entertaining, and one cannot be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's exclusively. Um, sure, I understand. But anyway, Bargasso anyway, is pretty funny. Did you would like so did, his latest special? I think. Did you watch like? Did you see any of the sketches from SNL that he did? I mean, I saw the uh, like on YouTube metric one. I saw the, uh, the, um, Oh, the metric one <laughs> that, yeah. that, that was pretty funny. No, I of course the, not. Uh, yeah. The cooking competition where they, that was the one food. I was hoping you saw. He was just apologetic. I'm, I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. That one, that was the first after the cold open and, and his, his, uh, stand up bit. That was the first sketch. I watched his stand up bit too. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, again, I'd heard the name. I think I'd heard him on a podcast maybe once or saw that he was a guest on a podcast. Was he just hosting just because he has a stand-up special on Netflix? Or That's that's the only thing I think. I and if you saw it his... It didn't just come out, though. It's been out for a few months. I don't know. If you saw his cold open, he said that, too. He was, like That was his first line. It's like, yeah, I don't know why I'm here either. <laughs> and admittedly, when I saw that he was the host a week or two before he was actually the host, I was like, what the fuck? Like a stand... Yeah. A stand-up and not a super well-known stand-up. Again, I know he's a successful guy, but... I think he's pretty well. I mean, he has like five or six specials on Netflix. Okay, but like I'm a stand-up comedy fan. I know the name. I've never seen any of his stand-up. It's not like, the question again, a Chris to me Rock would be, has, has Jim Gaffigan ever hosted Saturday Night Live? No. Has Brian Regan? No. Again, very successful I, guys. I would say he's he's... Probably a little less popular than Gaffigan, also yeah. a guy that works clean. But um, yes, I mean they're different Reagan comedians, too. but they yeah. they occupy a similar sort of audience to me. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, it's just interesting that he hosted. Because I was like, does he have a movie coming out? Is he going to be in a sitcom? Like, why why is he hosting? Because yeah. usually the host is like, he's got something pushing, to promote. Pushing he or she, special. yes, yeah. of course. Well, and then the the music guest was the Foo Fighters. I was like, that's a get. Like, that's a big... Again, speaking of rock and roll, that's your rock and roll band of the, the current age. Yeah. The Foo with the fights. So, yeah. anyway. But I, um, I mean, even that, he's like... You could argue... Would he have been... Would the Foo Fighters ever have gotten anything if it wasn't the drummer from Nirvana? Maybe. I don't know. And the guitars from 
Nirvana Part Two. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, is Pat Smear in? in Pat Smear is still in the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Was he from the beginning? I don't think so. I don't think he was at the very beginning, but he's been there for a while, like kind of as far back as I can remember with the Foo Fighters. Which is, I mean, they've been a band for 20 years at this point. Gotta be. So, yes, I don't know if they'd be as popular if not for Dave Grohl being the front man, but. Oh, yeah, it says he was, he, I didn't realize he was part of the band. I mean, to me, it's sort of Dave and Friends. It's always kind of been his project. It always has been, of course. And I think they'd all agree to that. They don't care. They're still making oh, bank. So Pat Smear was in the band from 95 to 97 and then not in the band until 2010 through present. Oh, okay. So he came back. Interesting. I wonder what he was doing for 13 years. Solo projects? Drugs. Who knows? Know. Or drugs. That's possible. No, I have no idea. I like Pat. I've, I've, his, I, he was only introduced to me in the, the Unplugged. The Nirvana Unplugged. That's the first time I ever saw Pat Smear. With Nirvana, Same. obviously. Um, but he's a good guitarist. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he was doing a Germs reunion in between the Foo Fighters. For 13 years? Uh, it says he kept a fairly low profile during his absence from Foo Fighters. He produced the debut album for the brand Harlow. He made scattered television appearances. He was employed as a creative consultant in motion picture about the germs and Darby Crash. Uh, bu- 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 bu. He began performing reunion shows, so he was just mm. hanging out, counting just his money, I guess. Bouncing around, yeah. Trying not to spend his money as long as possible. Good for him. All right, so I don't, uh, I don't know that we're going to, and not that I expected us to, come to a conclusion on the best, <laughs> the best decade for music. I just think it's an interesting I mean, topic of conversation I amongst do your think friend groups. It's, it's when you're high school, college age. Because that's when most people sort of like, I've heard um, some like social science reports, like most people sort of stop exploring new new music around when they're 25 and their well, favorite music is the period right before that because that's when you're most open to new types of music and listening to the most stuff. Sure. And you sort of form like this is the greatest time for music. Well, whenever whenever you are that age. And look, what what was the most, if you ask most people and said, what was the most free, exciting time of your life? It's not when you're in your fucking fifties. It's when you're (laughs) in your late teens, you know, you're, you don't know that could be, it it could be, I'm saying, I said for most people, it's when you're starting to experience fun things for the first time. Like the first time you drive, the first time you drink or smoke, the first time you fuck somebody, like whatever, all that sort of stuff. Happens in that range, so of course that's to do it once. It's I didn't say all at the same time, although some people try that. Um, (laughs) There's videos on YouTube, but um, but no, so so it's gonna work in blue. It I know that's what I do. So it makes sense, but also you what you're bringing up is a very you said social science. Like I'd love to hear their perspective on that now versus 20 or 25 years ago, because of the seemingly unlimited access to music now. To be fair, when I was Do you in college, think it's younger or I, I think it might be a less well-defined line. Because yeah, are you? 
30 years ago when you were buying CDs, tapes, records, well, I don't, you probably I don't slow the, I don't down. You, I don't think you stop at that age because of availability. I think it's more like once you I'm hit 25 or whatever, you're working more and doing that stuff. So you probably... Correct. That's what I was. That's the point. You I just made. have less Lifestyle. time to like be sure. exposed to that stuff. I don't think that has really changed. No, I'm saying the inverse. I think now, if you want to, if you care to, you can find whatever the fuck you want to listen to, because of Spotify and Pandora yeah, and all these. I know, but services. I'm saying the reason you sort of stop experimenting is not because of lack of access, because if that were the case, you should. You should discover more music as you get older because you have more resources when we're talking about physical media times. But I think it's because you have more responsibilities and you're doing other stuff. I just think it's different now. I have to think (laughs) through how I think it's different, but I just think it's different now. I think it's a more, it's more of a blurred line on. So you're a big fan of, uh, thick. Thick. Yeah. Robin thick giant fan. That's, that's probably top three greatest songs of all time. I don't even think that's an argument. Like you can make an argument against that, but no one's the listening. best. Uh, best best music decade is whatever Woo! year that was, yeah. like two thousand two thousand eight. Yeah, <laughs> wow, it was creepy. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, that when I was in college, as well, starting to say ninety eight, ninety nine. Not well, only was Blurred I lines came out in twenty thirteen, by the way. Okay, we were both wrong. But we were both wrong at the exact same time with the exact <laughs> same year in mind, which is impressive. But late 90s, early, early aughts, I was the music director at a college radio station. Um, Napster was at its peak. So, again, like the precursor to what we have now. But that was a great way to explore and find music. I was seeing shows as often as I could, both in I mean, town and like obviously Napster out of Napster and Spotify were kind of the same thing. They essentially are. I'm saying it. That's what I said. It's a precursor. No, no, but I, I mean, so just when Napster was in that like one or two year heyday where you could get whatever the fuck you wanted for free. Get anything for free. Yeah. Um, that was very similar to like Spotify and that you can listen to whatever you want. Not for free, but. It was just slower. Um, it, I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah. You actually had to download so. songs sometimes <clears throat> and wait a few minutes. Yeah, but like or you albums. had unlimited access. Yeah, for sure. I just remember yeah, being amazing. in uh, grad school computer lab, just downloading, downloading a shit ton of music. <laughs> it was a scene, man. Probably multiple viruses. First on Napster sure. and then on, what was the other one? Audio Tree? Audio. What was that other thing called? Um, I know what you're talking about. I never really used that. My friends started using that to download like Simpsons episodes and Futurama episodes. I can't think of what it was called, though. It was an audio tree. It was audio. If you something. say it, I'll recognize it. I'm looking. Well, maybe not. Okay. It's not looking. But yeah, Napster was the fucking shit, man. I really enjoyed Napster. I got a lot of stuff, not just music. Um, but anyway. Um, so yeah, that was that was a good time to explore new music. But again, I literally in the last five years. I don't know that I've been as exploratory with my music as I was when I was 20, but it's kind of close because again, accidentally I'll bump into something. I'll be listening to Spotify. I listen through, through an album and then it just automatically keeps playing. And I'm like, Oh, what is this? I can tell it's not what I was just listening to, but it's obviously something similar. 
And I've come across a few bands in the last five or six years doing that sort of thing. Now, the one thing that I do far less of nowadays is live shows, which is unfortunate, but I'll still go occasionally. It's called that Audio Galaxy. Audio Galaxy. Yeah, there you go. And there were others. There were for me, yeah. So there was uh, what was that? There was like a green one. Nutella. Oh yeah, the green one. The green one. I don't know what you're talking about. E donkey. Oh yeah. (laughs) Wow, that takes me back. Just saying that e donkey. I remember e donkey. Oh, LimeWire. That's what I was thinking of. Oh uh, yeah, I never really, I've never really used LimeWire that much. I definitely use e I use the shit out of uh, Audio Galaxy. If I if I were to be able to fire up this computer that's actually underneath my desk right now, I bet e the software for e Donkey is still on it somewhere. Because you can download a bunch of stuff with that. Again, TV shows, movies, like people download. This is this is what for, for you younger kids out there listening. This is what the late 90s, early aughts were like. You would download a movie. It would take two hours, but you download it so that you could watch it. As opposed or, to just clicking up you, Netflix. earlier than that, if you did the BitTorrent, it might take like three days. Or you download like BitTorrent. 85% of it. And, and then it would conk out. To, you'd be like, fuck. Yeah, you'd have to wait for someone to share the last bits. Yeah, this was the pirating days of the, the early internet before... Uh, they shut all that shit down, which ultimately I agree they should have. Just led to streaming, basically. It just led, yeah. It basically did lead to streaming, but at least people are getting fractions of cents for the yeah work they put in to make paid. the films. Now that yeah. the uh, Actors Guild, the SAG Guild, yeah. By the way, that happened. Settled their thing. Was that was that yesterday? That was today. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, the Screen Actors time. Guild. They're going back to work, and uh, it's funny. Not funny, but uh, AMC. The movie funny theater chain. Ha, ha. No, not funny, huh? But AMC, the movie theater chain, made an announcement yesterday, and their stock went way up. And then today, it went way down because they were like, "Well, even they they were stupid enough to say, well, even though the Screen Actors Guild strike is over, this is really going to impact like movies for the next few months." Which I'm sure is true, but it's like, why'd you have to yeah. say that? Another stock plummet. Yeah, I think next year is going to take a dump on movie theaters. I mean, all the movies getting the last, pushed. Yeah, the last three years have been a proverbial shit show on movies, just ever since the pandemic. You, you said something a minute ago that reminded me of something, but now I forgot what it was. E Donkey? Oh, well. Mm, yeah, I'm not going to remember. No. Okay. I have a second topic that's tangentially related to I have a to short topic if you, want, if you want it. It's not really a topic, it's a question. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> This is, do you ever anticipate, uh, like bumping into something or like, uh, like you, or you like stub your toe or scratch yourself and go out before it actually hurts. This is something that I do definitely. And I was just wondering if other people do it. So like, say you, um, (laughs) hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, go ahead. I'll, I'll save say, the question. Say say you are using a hammer and you like hit your hand with it, but it doesn't actually hurt that much, but you think it's going to. And you say, ow, before like before you realize there's a pain sensation there. So my answer to the question is Like if sure, you punched me, I might go, ow, but it doesn't right. actually hurt. <laughs> the answer to your question is sure, I've done that before. 
My two follow-up comments are I'm not at all shocked that this is a problem for you because as a as as youths, as young brothers, and a lot of people are like this, if I would like fake like I was gonna punch you, you were you were the biggest fucking pussy flincher in the world. <laughs> like your whole body would convulse in anticipation of the hit. Not that it would hurt, obviously. I'm not gonna punch you in the face. Like if I was gonna punch you in the shoulder, you'd like yeah, uh, uh. you're a complete wimp. That's not the point. The point is it wasn't like you were worried about true bodily harm. You just didn't want to have that little bit of pain. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I'll say is I feel like initially you were implying if I'm walking through the house and I feel like I'm about to kick the corner of the couch, and even if I stop myself, I would still say, ow, no. I, I don't no, I think, think that's a reality. More, I think it's more that you do something that you think is going to hurt you. You say ow, and then you realize, oh, wait, that didn't hurt. And by the way, when you said scratch yourself, just instinctively I pictured scratching my balls. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I would. <laughs> it's called a reaction for a reason because you're hurt. reacting to something. <laughs> so I would wait for it to actually hurt. As opposed to just feel a little off before I go, ow! Oh, never mind. I was overreacting. with a knife. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why why don't I use this predator dagger to scratch my testicles? (laughs) Of course it's going to lead to some... I didn't didn't think you did that, but I... I, uh, Did that happen today? Is that why you thought of that question? I feel like it might be like an ADHD thing, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's what it is, but... If you're admitting that you do that, again, I'm not at all surprised. That checks out. Or an auditory thing because, you know, <laughs> I have that thing where uh, <laughs> I saw this was an you ADHD say what? thing, too, where you uh, <laughs> you say huh? what, but then have fully heard the sentence or the question. It's just like a response thing waiting for your brain to catch up. If those two Apparently things are related, phenomenon that people have, absolutely, that's including you, including me, <laughs> because you have done that for as long as I've known you, which is my entire life. What? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> the the classic Todd is to say what or huh, and then answer the question. Hey Todd, what do you want after dinner? Huh? Well, let's get some pizza. Well, then why did you say huh? You fucking heard my question. Why are you it's, saying I, that? So it, I, the thing I saw there was a video explaining this, and I think it's like your brain just has like a delay hearing that. And so you say what, and then your brain like fills you in after, or, you know, at the same time simultaneously. Hey Todd, he asked what we wanted for dinner. Oh, pizza. (laughs) But you'd already said that. Yeah. It's like, uh, you have, it's so stupid. The old fashioned, like horse (laughs) pulling the thing to spin the wheel. And it just takes a little while to get going. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm glad you've, uh, Acknowledged and identified. I was like, your "Oh shit!" Other people have this too. Up. I thought it was literally just me that did that. I think it's gotten worse in this podcast too, because oftentimes I'll be talking and you just start talking about something else entirely different. <laughs> well, some of that is just uh, it's delay in the audio. I understand delay, that, yeah. but that, that, that's what I'm saying. I think it's made it worse. It's exacerbated the issue. Um, entirely possible. In any event, the other thing that I wanted to mention. And I'll, I'll explain why this came up as a topic in my mind tonight is breakdancing 
a staple yes. of the 80s. Break into Electric Boogaloo. Break into Electric Boogaloo, the, the dancing, the music, the culture. Why did that not take off? Why did that only last and exist in a very small window in popular culture? I'm sure it still exists today in in places, in parts. Oh, yeah. I get but, breaking videos in my Instagram feed all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> exactly. And I love watching that shit. You've shared some of that with me. Usually you just share other dumb shit, but you occasionally will share pretty amazing because the, the, the guys and, and girls that are good at it are fucking incredible. Like their yeah, ability to dance. World-class gymnasts who can contort Essentially. themselves in ways that seems impossible. Right. That seem impossible. But I think we'd all agree it's pretty underground at this point. So the question is, why did it never have a huge extended push in I mean, popular culture. It, it clearly did have a huge like influence. It just it didn't it lasted for probably I don't know four or five, five years. Five years. Yeah, that's what I would say. And then I think other I think the the sort of dance part of it just evolved into other things and the music I don't, I'm not saying the music moved on from it that quickly. There was definitely like old school kind of b-boy music i think is what they call this stuff that they would break dance to sure um so yeah i think i don't know there's just it it's if you like there used to be at bumbershoot like which is a music festival in seattle right there'd be like people in seattle that were break dancing it was I don't think I don't even know if it was sanctioned, but like a, a collective of people that were really good at it also had some of that sort of gymnastic acrobatic sort of stuff that is like I feel like the break dancing break dancing that's stuck around is more of the pop and lock kind of stuff or the yes. more acrobatic things. Very much so. Um as opposed to like just the breaking to express yourself. The battles or the yeah, the sort of like walking back and forth kind of dance move. That's a poor description of it, but there's like that one sort of standard get into it kind of move. Yeah. No, I know what Um, you mean though. Walking around in circles, looking at each other. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think that just sort of like the culture of it evolved and the music stuck around, but that, that part of the dancing just didn't. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't, to be honest with you. So, the whole reason this came up to me as an idea for a topic tonight is because my daughter had a basically hour long meltdown after we got back from school tonight. From and um, no, not from breakdancing, but she was like, she knows several of the, the popular songs like baby shark and monkeys on the bed and wheels on the bus. And so she'll ask to hear those. And if we play it, it calms her down, puts her in a good mood. So we're happy to do it. Occasionally, although it is, it is fucking up my YouTube search algorithm, but um, I know I can do it incognito. Spotify must. Uh, I don't do Spotify. This year is going to be. <laughs> I, I don't do it because Baby Shark would be number one. So that's I've not used Spotify for that. I use YouTube. But anyway, um, but for whatever reason, we had played Wheels on the Bus, I think, and then it was time for her to go take a bath. And like I was, as it was finishing up, I was just looking in like one of the next suggested videos was like this 1983 breakdancing video. I don't know why, nice. but it was like nine minutes long. I was like, we're playing this while mom's cleaning the tub. And so we were down here listening to it. And I was just like, man, this is, and it was, it was, it had video to it. 
I was like, this is fucking dope. Like, why can't, why was this not popular for, for longer? Essentially the music, the breakdancing was, uh, in my opinion, the secondary part. But the music was, you know, scratching and it was, it was good shit. So, just curious why it never yeah, took off. Yeah, I don't off. know. And like, again, the music specifically is, as far as I know, again, in certain corners of the world, is dead. Like, if you think about any other kind yeah, of music yeah. that came out of the 80s, hair metal, it still exists to some degree. Even new wave stuff, there are still bands that are trying to bring it back. But nobody's like, hey, let's bring back fucking break-in music. It's just gone. It's buried six feet under. That's fair. I mean, you don't it's know that. Tragedy. There's probably some Again, in some of corners in, in of the world. But, hip-hop. But, like, I can, I without too much difficulty, I could find some bands that are still trying to do the hair metal sound. I could find bands that are... Still have that new wave sound. I could find disco band. Well, maybe not disco. It's a bad example. But um, listeners, if you are into b boy breakdancing music and know the scene, send write Todd in some and links. Tell us your favorite bands. Yeah, and Todd wants links to the videos. You fucking love. I will admit it's it's been years since I've seen this, but I think you initially shared this with me, and then I did some research and found there was some dude that you sent me, just a jacked black dude. Who was doing crazy shit, like in the breakdancing battles, like one-handed push-ups, and then he'd like put his hand like up on his fingers and doing push-ups. I'm saying yeah. push-ups. I mean like his entire body up in the sky. Yeah, not, not push-ups, supporting not his just push whole frame. Yeah, supporting his whole frame with <laughs> with four fingers. <laughs> One hand. <laughs> yeah. And like jumping across the floor on his hands with his legs up in the air. Just nutty shit that I wish I could easily find. I'm sure if I actually did a search for it, I could find it again. But like that sort of shit is just impressive. Like things that I certainly can't do now, but could never do. That's the sort of stuff I like watching. Yeah, I think all those guys. You have to be a eighteen and just sort of naturally super duper athletic. <laughs> yes, youth and yeah, natural. I think I think if you hit genetics twenty four, you've already aged out of the possibility of doing that. That's just my guess. And if you've done it for six years by that point, your body is just broken. Like it's just <laughs> run down. There's just no hope you're, for you to you continue that You can't hold a cup anymore because your hands are so fucked up. Yeah. Supporting your entire body weight. You have hip dysplasia like a fucking golden retriever or something. Yeah, it's just not It's not going to end well for you in your life. So, But yeah, to Todd's point, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. If you have any details on breakdancing, not breakdancing, the break in scene, music or the dancing. Let us know if it's alive and well. The break in scene. Todd thinks it is. Maybe it's like deep in the bayou or something. I don't know. It's somewhere that somebody's laying out vinyl right now to fucking tear it up on their local street corner. We want to hear about it. All right. My third and uh, final I topic. I googled B-Boy mixtape yeah. or B-Boy music 2023 and there it does list some groups stuff. Again, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It's just you, you got to go to the fucking dark web to find the good stuff. <laughs> and while that's typically a statement that could be true across the board, you understand what I'm getting at here. So um, before I get to my final topic, I've been searching or, or doing the search literally every day this week. I don't know what the deal is with stereo gum, man. Tomorrow's the 10th. Yeah, I just looked a minute ago. I feel like they're... They're like, fuck it, we're not doing that anymore. Okay, so if that's true, 
we have two options now. We can do Don't Tell Mom sooner rather than later, which would be exciting. I do have the list of topics, by the way. I'll send them to you. Although I think we should do a variation. We don't need to do like specifically the Dion Waiters Award for best performance, whatever. So we can just yeah, do the yeah. more general topic. Heat we, check. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't need to bring the specific players in but um, or actors. Um, but another thing that I thought of, Stereo Gum either has done that or did that for like 12 years. I feel like we could go back to like the 2015 list and listen to it. It doesn't have to be this year's. Because it's uh, yeah. it's it's still going to be bands that we've probably not heard of. Because I, I think it was 15 or, or 16. I was just kind of glancing through it. I was like, nope, none of these bands made it, which is even funnier to me. That Stereo Gum's like, these bands are going places. I'm like, never heard of them. Still no-name bands. Um, so keep that in your back pocket as an option as well. Well, it, it's it's not a, a predictor of success. No, I, I, I know that. What they, what but they like, by it. none of them made it to the point where I've even heard of them. And if I've not heard of you, you're not a success. You're let's, dead. let's all agree. You're on that. the B-boy yeah. scene. <laughs> That's right. You're down there six feet under with the B-boys. Um, okay, so be thinking about that. We can talk about that off here, obviously, what we want to do in the coming weeks and what your travel plans may or may not be around Thanksgiving. Are you going anywhere for Thanksgiving? Uh, we will be heading to our former grandparents' house. Oh, okay, cool. So you won't be gone for days then, just day trip. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Okay, I also assume that you don't know. Todd knows nothing about his future. No, I mean that's that's Todd lives one day at a time. Okay, uh, I'm looking at 2018. I recognize one person's name. Okay, one band's name. That's something. That's more than I would have guessed. I would have taken it's the under a, on one. It's a, I guess, more of a female pop star. So, oh, I'm using star Loosely. generously, but I understand. It's not Olivia Rodrigo because that was just a year or two nah. ago where she was on there. All right, fair enough. Is it Taylor Swift? I'm kidding. I don't want to know. No, nah, we'll it's not. We'll she keep was it a already super duper famous by that point. Fair, fair point. Okay, Todd, I have a game for us to play. Oh, sweet. I'm excited about this. Dear Todd. <laughs> no, it's not Dear Todd, although we that is something we haven't done in a while. So if we have time after we play this game, we can go to Dear Todd. But this is a game that can be added to pretty easily. So even though you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I feel like you could contribute this evening, potentially. Sweet. I may be giving you too much credit. I probably am. Yeah, but probably. I'm going to call this game Name Another One. Okay. okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to name, no, Uh, although again, that could be a direction you go. another game. Hilarious. I'm going to name a category (laughs) that I don't think you know many things about this category. Okay. And I know that I don't really know many things, but I'm going to start out by naming one of of these categories. And then you have to name another one. And then I name another one and we just go until we stop. Okay. Okay. Now. Can you give me an example category or we just will, jump into it? Uh, we're just going to jump into it. That'll be the example. Okay. Perfect. Um, First round doesn't count though. This, that's, that's fine. I'm just we're kidding. going on the honor system that, cause I know you're, you have two screens in front of you as I do that you're not 
looking this shit up as soon as I say the category. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to start. I'm not even going to say the category. I'm just going to name the first thing. Hopefully, you'll know what it is, and we'll go from there. You ready? Sure. Okay. First up, and again, if you don't know, based on what I'm saying, say, okay, Scott, what's the category? And I can tell you. Tell me the category, yes. I'm going to say that anyway, but go ahead. Fine. All right. The New York Liberty. This is uh, WNBA teams? WNBA teams. That's correct. Uh, I believe the Seattle Storm. Okay. Uh, the L.A. Sparks. I'm out. <laughs> I do not know any WNBA teams. <laughs> I thought you'd at least have two. <laughs> okay, I can tell you that I can name two more, and that's literally as far as it goes. I have no idea why my head is suddenly three times as big as it was just a second ago. <laughs> you moved um, in closer. I didn't. I've not moved at all. Um, <laughs> it's reframing you. There we go. Now it's back. All right. The Minnesota Lynx, I believe, is a team. And then... Lynx? Like golf course Lynx? Or like sausage the, Like the No, like the cat. So, yeah. Oh. They're named after <laughs> sausage Lynx. <laughs> Fucking idiot. No, Lynx sausage like the cat. Lynx would be awesome. Um, and then the Las Vegas Aces, who I believe oh, won heard, the I mean, championship. I've heard of these teams. I just year. am not familiar yeah. with their names. Yeah. And I should watch more WNBA, but let's be honest, I don't. No. I know Chicago has a team, but I don't know. Like the Chicago Slices, maybe? Probably not true. (laughs) I don't think that's it. Storm? Well, that's Seattle. I I don't even know if Seattle Storm is the name of it. I just said that. I was about to say, I'm not 100% sure of any of these beyond New York Liberty and Las Vegas Aces. I'm kind of guessing. Well, I know the LA Sparks is a team. Um, Oh, Seattle Storm is right. Good job, Todd. You're looking it up now? Okay. by the way, this all came to mind because somehow in my YouTube feed, I was uh, shown a short, which was the top 10 female dunks of all time. I mean, not that impressive. Uh, the chi- Chicago team is the Chicago Sky. The Sky, right. Okay. I say some of these mascots are. How many teams are there? Like 16? Lame. I'm going to guess 16. Is that correct? Uh, are you looking at the whole, like, is it 8 and 8 no, East and West? I, I will look. Okay. There are... That's a pure guess. Pretty sure Denver doesn't have a team. Because I'd feel bad if they did and I couldn't name it. Because I can't. If they do. (laughs) Takes not a while to count. 12 teams. All right. Probably still too big. The Atlanta Dream. Oh, yeah. The Dallas Wings. Chicago Sky. Las Vegas Aces, as you mentioned. Connecticut Sun. Weird, there's a Connecticut Uh, Sun. Oh, yeah. Los Angeles Sparks, Indiana yep. Fever. Ooh. You gave me fever. Unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Lynx. Yeah. Indiana Fever probably weren't popular during COVID. Yep. Uh, New York Liberty, Phoenix Mercury, Washington uh, Mystics, and the Seattle Storm. Uh, Portland was supposed to get a WNBA team, but I think it's been put on hold for some reason. Interesting. I don't know why. By the way, the rumor is that if and when Las Vegas gets a professional NBA team, Seattle will also be back in the fold with yeah. their own NBA those, team. Those will be the two expansion cities. Yeah. Faux show. That's accurate. So anyway, okay. So that was fun. Um, I have two more. And then I told you, you I don't have know any more 
WNBA teams. Yeah, I'm not saying I know two more WNBA teams. You just read them all yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, just read them off. You still don't know. I have two so. more topics or categories, <laughs> rather, for this game. I'm going to tell you what the category <laughs> is this time because I feel like if I say just the, the first suggestion, you might not even know what I'm talking about. And we're not going to get far with this either because it's very much related to the one we just did. So close your browser. I don't like I don't like seeing I'm you not, looking just, off screen. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're, you're just just pay I'm attention. Not Look straight at I'm okay. listening to YouTube. That doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. Um, next category is WNBA players. No, I will start. Are you really doing that? Let's do yes. something that we might know. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't do that. I only had like two. Lisa is, Leslie. Isn't there Brienne Carlo or something? Isn't that one? Brienne something? Oh, Brianna Stewart? Brienne Carlo? Wait, fucking soccer players? What are you talking name? about? Brianna Stewart is one of the top WNBA players. Not Brianne Carlo. I mean, there might be someone named Brianne Carlo, but that would be news to me. Mm, You're thinking of Brianna either. Stewart. <laughs> You're fucking making shit up. Okay. My other there's, one is sports related. A Nike athlete. But I can't remember what her name was. Brianna Stewart, the one that was friends with Kobe. She played at Portland, or she played at uh, Oregon. Mm, That's who you're think thinking so. of. Okay. Anyway. White girl? Yes, white girl. Tall? No. She plays basketball? <laughs> no, the plays basketball, yes. was tall. Sabrina was. Ionescu, is that who you're thinking of? Yes, that one. Okay. Her. I may be getting the two confused. She may have been the one that was, like... Played at Kobe's Academy or was what? What's the obsession with WNBA? Because I saw the 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 top ten women's dunk. It's not an obsession. I just think it's funny that we claim to be big NBA fans. We like sports, and I'm like, name a team, and you know one. Fucking come on, man. <laughs> I didn't say name a minor league lacrosse team. I said it's a it's a professional sport technically. It's just yeah, a women's I mean, sport. You know nothing about it. We should do like major league teams. I wonder how far we could get. Baseball, sorry. Major League Baseball? I could go for a long time. All right. I think you'd lose that one. And Probably. it's not as fun if we get to like 15 or 16. People would be fucking bored. It is funnier when you name one and then you <laughs> tap out. Um, I'm, now I'm looking at my other one. I don't know that you'll know any of these. I don't know how far I can get either. Okay. Heisman Trophy Award winners. Can you name oh, any? Shit. I'll let you go can first. Name- Name any Heisman winners. Um, did OJ win? <laughs> yes, OJ did win. Boom. I feel like that's the only one you're going to be able to do. All right, Maybe I'll go. Ba- I'll do some more recent ones. Baker Mayfield. Wait, Baker Mayfield won the Heisman? Sadly. Uh, I, I believe Herschel Walker won the Heisman trophy. That is correct. Herschel. I think Herschel Walker actually won it multiple times, believe it or not. So I, get, um, I get extra points for that. No, that, that doesn't count as two turns. Um, now I'm already throwing <laughs> a blank. I'm picturing the guy. He's the he's the current quarterback for the Ravens. He played yeah, for Maryland. Yeah, I know his name. Okay, so I just gave you a free one there. All right, yes. fine. I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Okay, I don't know. I win. Lamar What's Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I kept wanting to say LaShawn. I'm like, that's not right. Lamar Jackson. Okay. You got any topics you can play for this new game? Name another one. You can do fucking MLB teams. You'll lose quickly, apparently. We could do... 
trying the, all these I was gonna say things, but we know too many of those. We want a category of things we don't know a ton of, right? Yeah, I think that's ideally that's how it would work. You just know a couple. You probably should know more. You know, something along those lines. Like you could do Ivy League schools. Okay. I'll start. Cornell. Is that an Ivy League school? Yeah. How did you watch The Office 19 times like I am? Columbia. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brown. Harvard. Yale. Princeton. Berkeley. No. Berkeley is an Ivy League? No. They're all on the East Coast. I don't think that's true. I think that's, I think people think that, but I think that's, no, it's 100% true. They're all in the Northeast. Is this all of them? Yeah, there's like nine. Nine. Can you keep going? You're you're already looking at it. Never mind. Of course. I'm not looking at it. I just guessed. Then name more. Okay, keep going. Because I'm looking. Let's see. What else is uh, U Penn? Okay. Have we named them all? I think so. Did I? I said Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I said Cornell. I think we might we might have named them all. That is all. Yale, Princeton, Penn, Harvard, Dartmouth, <clears throat> Cornell, Columbia, and Brown. Berkeley, get the fuck out of here. There's no California Ivy School. They should. Fuck who can I mean, fucking, uh, they're all over the place now with the conferences, so who knows? Maybe it'll Fair. be part of the Ivy League. Okay. I have a good one. Okay. Let's hear it. Harrison Ford Movies. Go. And by the way, uh, hang on, before we start, before we start, you can only use one Indiana Jones. That's right, your Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. We're going to uh, do the same thing about uh, Star Lucas Wars. Films? Yes, Star Wars. Yeah. I'll say Star Wars. Uh, shit, what's the name of that movie? Uh, <laughs> Fugitive. That's not what I was thinking of. But. God damn it. That's what I was going to say. That was my next one. Okay. Um,. All right, I lose. I feel like I should have had several more. Air Force One. Air Force One. That's a good one. Let's see. What's another Harrison Ford movie? <laughs> that's the thing. He's probably made, I don't know, 80 movies, and we can name four. Well, there's like seven Star Wars movies. There are a bunch of Star Wars. He was in all the Indiana Joneses, even the more like the recent. Uh, he was in another Reduxes. like Clear and Present Danger, I think. is. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Clear and Present Danger. The Fugitive was my ace in the hole. I didn't think you'd even seen that one. Nah, he was in I some romantic. A million times. Like Fugitive some. Um, great movie. It's a fucking it's an amazing movie. Uh, he Witness. In, he was in Witness. What's the one I'm thinking of? He was. Um, like uh, his wife died or he killed his wife. The fugitive. <laughs> no, not that one. They live at a lake house. Hang on, I'll find it. I'll find it. Don't you in worry. Chicago? It's the fugitive. No, not Chicago. Shut up! It was not the fugitive. One <laughs> uh, armed man. What lies beneath? Yeah, what lies beneath? That's no, it. I don't think I've ever seen that. Psychological supernatural horror film. 
directed by Zemeckis. Look at Zemeckis doing Back to the Future and shit like What Lies Beneath. That was pretty good. That was going to be my ace in the hole, and then I just fucking clammed up, couldn't remember it. American Graffiti. I should have thrown that out there. That was his first real film. Blade Runner. All his most recent stuff is kind of shitty. Anyway, okay. He was the dinosaur in Jurassic Park? False. Yes. Very <laughs> false. All right. Well, we can play that game more in the future. Name another one. That's the name of the game. That's what I'm calling it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Name another one. Another one. Another one. And, and another one. By the way, and that was not one. in honor of DJ Khaled, but now that I think about it, that would be... If I were to make an opening <laughs> for it, that's what it would be. That. <laughs> Name another one. Another one. Uh, I mean, we could do dunk contest champions. Ooh. Okay. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Oh. Are we going to do it right now? Fuck yeah. Michael Jordan. Neek. Um, D- Dwight Howard. Spud Webb. Anthony Simons. D. Brown. John Wall. Did John Wall win the dunk contest? He was part of the team that won in that that year where they had teams. I'm skeptical of that answer, but okay. Uh, Vince Carter. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. Um, Should have been an obvious one, honestly. Did uh, <laughs> what's the name of the, did that white kid win this year? Mac McClung or whatever. Uh, yeah, he did win this year. What was the one you said earlier? Anthony, was that the Anthony Trailblazer Simons. guy? Anthony yeah. Simons. Okay. Um, uh, what the fuck no, is No, we're the... missing. I got, I got one. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, I'm trying to think of the... Um, he played college in Oklahoma. He played professionally in Detroit. Detroit Young. He jumped over a car. Oh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. God, I'm like picturing him and I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah, Blake Griffin. Derek Jones Jr. Jeez. Oh, I know all the former Blazers. Fucking affinity to Blazers contests. or former Blazers <laughs> dunk contest winners. Um, I just thought of somebody else too who was. Oh, yeah, I know. Plays for Chicago now. The best dunk contest in the last 10 years. That's the one that I was initially thinking of is when those two guys went to like triple overtime. But the problem not is Aaron I Gordon, he has not won. I okay, because I couldn't guy. remember I couldn't remember who won. So it was Aaron Gordon versus the skinnier guy whose name is escaping me. God. What's his Zach name? Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I can't believe I'm saying this because I should know this. Didn't Kobe, like a young Kobe, win the dunk contest, like in the late nineties? I don't think so. I feel like he did back when they actually had, I mean, he was a up and coming star at that point in time, back when they had stars participating in the contest. Oh yeah. Um, he did win his rookie year. Yeah. 97. With the fro. With the fro. Yeah. Yeah, That must've been a bad one. That's what I was thinking. Go fuck yourself. 
I'm sure it was better than Anthony Simons and Derek Jones Jr. I mean, those, those memorable winners. Hops. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but I'm sure it had more more hype to it, more hype than hops. All right, I'm out. I'm looking at stuff now too. Anyway, okay. Jason Three. Richardson won twice. Oh uh, yeah, Jay Rich. Zach Levine won twice too. Yes, back to I did back. know that. Yeah, I feel like I thought Dwight Howard had won twice. The what's the what's the short the guy Superman. that beat Dwight Howard? Oh, from uh, not Kevin Hart, but his no uh, uh, um, mate. <laughs> not Kevin Hart. Of course, it wasn't Kevin Hart. He played. Uh, it's Kevin yeah, something he, though, isn't it? He played college in in Washington or Washington State. He played up in where you at that point in time when you were still living there. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Nate Robinson. Oh, yeah, Nate, Nate Robinson. Rob. Yeah. He's probably like a foot taller than Kevin Hart, to be fair. I mean, he's probably close to six feet, but I, I think don't know. Spud Webb won, didn't he? Didn't Spud that was Whip the first Webb one I or after Neek, I said Spud Webb. His first one. That was the second oh, one. Oh, did I you? Said. I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, of course not. Why would you fucking pay attention? You're busy watching a YouTube video. Um, uh, uh, it says Nate Robinson is five nine. Yeah, again, closer to six feet. I so, I don't think Kevin Hart's four nine, so. I think I don't think he has the full foot. Yeah, I don't think he has the full foot on him. Um, Should we do three point contest winners? This is gonna be a shorter, Uh, a shorter battle, I imagine. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I know them. Is that why you're looking off to the right on the screen? Larry Bird, Craig Hodges. Steph Curry. Larry Bird. No. Um, I said that. I know. Cat. Um, Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, did he win? Yeah. Like two years ago. It was a fucking shocker. Did Clay Thompson win? I think so. I don't think so. Let's look. <laughs> All right. Round over because Todd's pulling it up. That's the problem with this. If you really... if. As we're proving, if you're not really sure, you have to look it up. And it's like, well, once you look yeah, it up. Yeah, he won. Clay Thompson won. Okay. Chris Mullen. Did. Uh, Reggie Miller. Did Gordon Hayward win one? I feel like he did. Um, Challenge. There's a couple of years where like it was there weren't stars doing it like recently, and it could and it was a bunch of young guys. It could have been any of those fucking guys. I don't know. If you have to look that long, he didn't win one. Start at like twenty go to 2015, 2020. If you can't see his name, he didn't win one. I'm just googling. Did he win? Oh okay. If you're looking that far, he didn't uh, win. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. I feel like some white dude won a few years ago, though. Um, that's, it's very possible. Not sure who it was, though. I'm trying to think who would have won in the. All right, I'll look. I'll look. Give you some of the past. Yeah. Recent winners. Oh, Damian Lillard won last year. I didn't even realize that. Some fan you are. I thought, thought I knew that. I thought uh, you were a Bucks cat. fan. Steph Curry, Buddy Heald. 
I think I was thinking of Joe Harris. He won in 2019. Okay, I'm like, Buddy Heald's not white, Todd. <laughs> I don't know why you're like, oh, no, Buddy Heald. <laughs> that's the uh, white guy. Devin no. Booker, Eric Gordon. That's surprising that Eric Gordon won. Mm. Oh, Kyrie won. Huh. Oh, yeah. What was that, like 12? 2012? 2013. 13. The year before, Marco Bellinelli. <laughs> wow. That was a fluke. <laughs> the peak of his career. Yeah, for sure. Really. Popularity and success. Yeah. Paul Pierce, Kevin Love. I'm surprised Kevin Love won it. No, he was, he was a shooter. Did Reggie Miller? I know you're not that far back yet, but Reggie Miller had to uh, won at some point. I would think. Mark anyway. Price won back to back. Craig Hodges won Whoa. three years in a row. Yeah, Hodges was Larry the Bird shit, won three man. Years in a row. Uh, Larry Bird was too. Famously doing it with the fucking warm ups on, but uh, no, uh, what's his no, name? Reggie did not win the worst announcer, the worst announcer in the history of the Ray games. Allen. Won Glenn oh, Rice, yeah. uh, yeah. Kerr. That makes sense. Peja Stojakovic. That makes sense. Voshan Leonard. Voshan. Never heard it. I never thought of Voshan. He was it. a. He was on the Sonics. I'm pretty sure. Speaking uh, of that, did Ben Baker ever win? Theory one. What's no. that? Did Ben Baker? Was Ben Baker on that list? Nope. No. Uh, Dirk won in 2006. Yeah. Jason Capono won two years. Capone? He won two years? Man. Yeah, 2007-2008. UCLA legend, Jason Capono. Todd wouldn't know that because Paul Pierce, James Jones. Ooh, down here. <clears throat> Baby Larry Bates, Bird James and Jones. Craig Hodges, the only two to win it three times. Looks like. And they were both like consecutive three peats, right? Three in a row, yeah. Yeah, Craig Hodges, man, that was right in my my wheelhouse for really loving the that All Star weekend shit. Yeah, I remember that that was like he was All Star weekend. When he was going, he was fucking cooking. Like, get out of the way. That's when they would do it at like two people would be shooting at the same ball. time. At opposite ends of the court. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Competing. I don't think it was pre-Moneyball. It was definitely pre-all this fucking Mountain Dew ball and shit. I don't think they had Moneyballs back then. Maybe they, they didn't have a rack of Moneyballs for sure. They def- No, they definitely didn't have a rack of money. But they had... Because the, I, I think he got a perfect 30 in one of those rounds. I think he did. Maybe I'm making that up. Or he got as close as I've ever seen. Maybe he got like a 29 or something. But Hodges was the he shit. He made 19 straight shots, it says. That's what it was. That's insane. There's only 25 shots. 19 in a row. He probably made four of the other five. Oh, he made or 24 three-pointers in a row, it says. There you go. I think that's what it was. Wait, he missed one. The, the YouTube highlight says 24 in a row, but the thing below that says he drilled an incredible 19 threes in a row to win the contest. Oh, okay. He's tied with Jason Capono for the most points scored in the specific format with 25. Yeah, whatever it was, I just remember thinking, this guy's the king. And if you look at Craig Hodges, I don't even need to look this up. I remember, it's like he's standing next to me. I can remember how much he looks. Remembering how much what he, what he looks like, he does not look like an NBA player. He was a yeah, skinny. He dude, looks like man. just some dude. Yeah, I remember him being super skinny. Oh, they did super have a money small. ball, I guess, at the end of each rack. Yeah. I'm watching a clip of it now. 
course you are. Todd continuing his pattern of watching YouTube while trying to do a podcast. He's got a lot of bounce on his shot. Yeah. He's that basically just jumping in place. Right. Well, some players like don't have a lot of lift in their shot. Yeah, like Sam Perkins. He kind of got up on his toes. Former Laker. Hodges is fucking trampolining. <laughs> well, Craig Hodges probably weighed a buck forty-five. He's gonna yeah. get some spring, like get that ball nine, up. There. Anyways, <laughs> he's not six-nine. He's not that tall, but he was a skinny fucking nah, dude. Yeah. He was a small guy. He's six foot two. I didn't realize he was that short. Yeah, he's a guard. Again, back in the day, the guards were shorter fellas, as you might imagine. So, anyway, okay. Well, this is fun. We'll do this game again in the future. Um, and again, you don't even really have to do prep. In fact, you if you do prep, you're cheating. So that's kind of the beauty of this. You just have to come up with the topics off the top of your head. That makes it more fair. Um, if anybody has any ideas for topics we can do for this game, let us know. Network at gmail.com. Hit us up. Get us uh, some email besides spam, which is what hits my phone oftentimes during the day. Spam updates. I'm like, oh, it's, some, it's the BroPod Network. They're trying to hire a tax professional. Well, that's definitely not what we're looking for. Um Anyway, all right. Anything else, Todd? Anything else to cover here on the show? Um, I don't think so. I think My that's got, that's good. Put it in the can. Got big again. Yeah, put this one in the can. Like I did my shit earlier. Oh shit! Talk about working blue, working brown. All right. Um, <laughs> we, we, I hope it's not blue. <laughs> well, if I had problems, if I had Fruit Loops earlier, it can be shades of green. Anyway. Um, we thank you guys as listening, as listening. We thank you guys as always for listening. Thank you oh, as by the listening. Way, by the way, one final thing, and then we'll close out the show. I'm interrupting my own closeout. For whatever reason, last night I was working late last night, and I started listening to. I have these old archives of my show from WSBF. Man, talk about you're you're talking about that specific age, the good old days. What a carefree life I was living back then, doing shows in my early twenties. Just driving to Clemson for a couple hours every Thursday night to One do a fucking morning. radio show. Uh, it was good times. Anyway, it was just fun listening to those old shows. Things that mattered to me and were important. It's an egomaniac. He's listening to himself from 15 years ago. It's fucking... Inter- you're just pissed that you don't have hours and hours of... Uh, cap- In fact, no, you're very happy because you hate the sound of your own voice, I'd imagine. Since you won't listen yes. to your podcast that you are currently doing. Um, but anyway, it was it was good times. And my my thought was in future instances where we don't we're not able to record and Jamie and I don't record, I might put up some best of uh, Oh, some archive recordings. Super terrific happy hour shows. I don't know why I didn't I've never thought to do that, but just an idea. We'll see. In any event. Um so yeah. We thank you guys for listening. Um, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, do all the things you need to do to spread the word about the show. We appreciate you. Um, you know, spread the word on this YouTube video if it's ever uploaded. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing? People. Anyway. Um, so yeah, 
do all the things you got to do. Thumbs up. You know how to do it. You guys know how to do it. If you listen on Spotify, you know, write Spotify a letter in calligraphy and tell them how much you enjoy the show. They love reading letters and written in really solid calligraphy. Um, so, yeah, we will be back next week with another show. Maybe a rewatchables of Don't Tell Mama Babysitter's Dead. Todd and I will talk about it off the air. Maybe a review of some old Stereo Gum Best Bands of the Year. Maybe just a regular show. Maybe nothing. I don't know. It'll be something, though. It'll be something. That I promise you. So stay tuned. Stick around. Return for that. And, uh, yeah. Have a great weekend, everybody. We thank you, as always, for listening. Down! Until next week, everybody. Peace!